Hey, what's up, everyone? The Niners just won 31 to 14. I'm in SoFi Stadium. I am in the Rams assistant coach box, which frankly has a stench of failure right now. I'm looking around and I'm seeing a lot of rappers and just a lot of disappointment symbolized in this disheveled nature of this room. And frankly, they should be embarrassed, the Rams, because they could play the Niners 100 times and they would only win if it was the NFC Championship game and the Niners choke. The only w way the Rams can beat the Niners if the, the Niners don't show up or beat themselves or, or someone drops a pick. Didn't happen today for the Niners. The Niners were really good, and Christian McCaffrey was the best player on the field. I didn't like the trade for Christian McCaffrey, so let's start right here with the Christian McCaffrey performance. Um, he was the best player in the field. He was a big reason the Niners won this game. Could they have won it without him? Hard to say. The Rams only scored 14 points. The Niners needed 15 to win. Could they have gotten 15 without McCaffrey? Probably. But he was the whole offense today. That's a hypothetical. We will never know. He was their best running back, their best receiver, and their best quarterback today. He was. Um, but I think, and a lot of people on Twitter were like, oh, in your face, Grant. In your face, Grant. Let's just slow down and recap what I said about this trade. I never said Christian McCaffrey wasn't good. I saw Christian McCaffrey in Charlotte a few weeks ago. He's an excellent player. I don't think he's Marshall Falk, but he's an excellent player. And what we saw today is nothing new. I mean, he did this to the Rams two weeks ago when he was on the, the Panthers. Only difference was he didn't throw a touchdown pass in that game. So we've seen him do this. I mean, if you followed the NFL, you know that Christian McCaffrey is this good. But they didn't trade for him to save their season with one win against the Rams. Although it kind of felt that way, right? 27 touches. They didn't trade him for just this one game. It's to win the Super Bowl. So to do that, they have to keep him healthy. And let's go back to the trade. They were competing with the Rams for Christian McCaffrey. If the Niners weren't aggressive, there was a good chance that Christian McCaffrey would have been on the Rams today. Would the, would the Rams have won that game if they had McCaffrey? I don't know. Maybe. But why didn't the Rams pull the trigger? Well, they when they make these all-in moves, they tend to trade for premium positions. Corner, edge rusher, wide receiver, quarterback. Those are the premium positions. Running back is in a premium position, so the Rams eventually felt the price was too expensive. Plus, remember, they have PTSD from Todd Gurley. They made a huge investment in Todd Gurley. He couldn't stay healthy when, frankly, the Rams do a great job of keeping their players healthy, and they've never had a running back who's really good since then. So I think they have a little bit of PTSD, and they're like, look, if we couldn't keep Todd Gurley healthy, are we really sure we can keep another vet running back healthy? Um, so they, they went to the Niners, who don't care at all about injuries. To the Niners' credit, they didn't just trade for a running back. A running back is not a premium position. Jeff Wilson Jr. is a good running back. McCaffrey, today, he did premium things. He was a receiver. He, was, he caught the most passes on the Niners today. He caught a touchdown pass. He threw, he threw a 30-plus yard touchdown pass. I mean, I don't think Jimmy's done that ever with the In a very long time. I don't know if he's ever done that. So maybe he has, but not in a long time. So Christian McCaffrey played like a quarterback and a wide receiver and a premium offensive weapon today. That's great. We clearly know he has the capability to do this. And now it's on the 49ers to keep him healthy and win the Super Bowl. And frankly, I don't know about you guys, but when they were giving Christian McCaffrey carries up big in the fourth quarter just so they could run, 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 punt, I was like, man, you better stop this right now. Because this 27 touches for Christian McCaffrey is unsustainable. And if they keep doing that, he'll get hurt. 
And it almost felt like when they were doing that, Kyle was like, oh, you guys think I shouldn't run Christian McCaffrey too much, huh? Well, wait in your face. You said I shouldn't? Watch me do it. Okay. Well, it kind of feels like Kyle can do whatever the hell he wants against the Rams, and he ends up looking like a genius to his credit. But um, I'm just saying, man, you got Jeff Wilson Jr. He's still good. McCaffrey fumbled twice in this game. One, they called an incomplete pass, but still. Uh, rotate him. Excellent player. But as soon as he gets hurt, this if he gets hurt and the Niners don't win the Super Bowl, this trade will be a huge bust, even though he was great for this one game. So, Kyle, you've shown the potential. And when Debo Samuel and Jawan Jennings and Kyle Juszczyk come back and they're all on the field together, maybe Kyle Shanahan can figure out how to distribute one ball to all those great players. Maybe. But you got to keep him healthy. Because now Niner fans have seen it. They see what the potential is. And they're going to demand excellence from this offense going forward. 30 points a game. That's what they want to see. That's what I want to see. They can do it. They did it without Debo and Jennings and use check. And they did it because they made good halftime adjustments and their offense didn't fall apart after the opening script. This, this offense has no excuse to be as bad as it's been. We saw the potential tonight. And I think what happened was the coaching staff didn't hold back the offense for like the first time. And finally, the talent was able to come to the front and be the reason the Niners won this game. So good for the coaches and good for Christian McCaffrey. Little Lord Stewie says, do you think Kyle threw CMC in Sean face and got win? And will Kyle play CMC the same way he did today for the rest of the season? That's a really good point. The Rams balked at this trade. Kyle got it. And I think he put it in the Rams face. Like, hey, you think I'm stupid for doing this trade? Well, now you just lost to Christian McCaffrey. Fair point. Little Lord Stewie says, Jimmy fans have entered the building. You can cheer only for tonight. Yeah, good for Jimmy. He gave me a shout out at his post-game press conference. So now we're officially... Best friends. El Penguin says, Shaney closed out a game. I'm still shocked. Dude, the Rams are so bad. Can I just point out, we've been talking a lot about the Niners' second half offense. The Rams actually score fewer points in the second half this year than the Niners. So the Niners, the Rams are the perfect opponent for the Niners. Banana has basically took CMC and showed McVay, this is what you could have had. Agree? Absolutely. It was a statement. Nathan says, CMC is a better thrower down the field than Jimmy. LOL. I'm just glad the Niners didn't have any any on the injury report after. Who knew the offense could score 31? I know. And when Traverius Ward went down the first quarter, I was thinking, here we go. More injuries on turf, but it didn't go down that way. Good for the 49ers. They needed some good luck. Uh, I can't believe Jimmy G played this good, really. I mean, it's the Rams. He's done this so many times against the Rams. Give him credit. Seth Harvey says, who's Debo again? I'm just kidding. All jokes aside, CMC is very nice. Had to be a QB today. Optimistic. The bye will help us and schedule looking easier. One thing I want to say about McCaffrey he did get injured a little bit the last, a little bit. He, list, he lost, he missed a ton of games the last two years. But it's not, clearly it's not because he's like out of shape or unprofessional. He got hurt, kind of like Nick Bosa. Debo, you question, you look at Debo and you're like, man, you're that dude wearing the t-shirt in the shallow end of the pool. You look a little chunky. Can't you get in the best shape of your life like you were last year? And now he has a hamstring injury. You're never going to question that with Christian McCaffrey. He's in great shape. He's a pro's pro. He's just little. And they got to keep him healthy. Um, Nick Bean says, I was disappointed Jeff Wilson didn't get more touches and saw McLeod open a few times on quick passes, but hella happy we won. Yeah, I was thinking, you want to trade Je uh, Jeff Wilson Jr.? You won't give him the ball? You might want to give him the ball if you want to trade him. Stop running CMC up the middle in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, everyone's like, oh, this is great, until he gets hurt on some stupid play like that. So I'm just trying to be the downer that prevents that from happening because I'm quality control. Robert Martinez says, yo, this one feels good. <laughs> Pause. It should feel good. I mean, a win's a win. And the Niners were 3-4. and 3-5 and five would have felt horrible. 4-4 four four has got to feel better than that. Mario says, Grant, I was thinking the same. Why are we running 
and plan our best players in garbage time. We still lack offensive line and a good quarterback. No matter what, if we go to the Super Bowl, we, we play Chiefs or Bills. Yeah, that's true. Got to be careful, Kyle. McCaffrey is now starting quarterback, receiver, and running back. If he can play all three every week, then yeah, this trade will be worth it. Zay Torres says, I agree the trade for CMC should be judged at the end of the season. CMC might play, might not play a premium position, but he's a premium, premium player. He is a premium player, and he's not your typical running back because he's such an impact in the passing game. Apparently, as a receiver, too. Jeff Wilson Jr. is better than Mitchell. This year, Mitchell's been gone. All right, hold on. Let me check something real quick. Uh, Seattle won. Okay, okay, good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Kyle finally opened up the playbook. Yeah, he, kind of, he finally made some adjustments. Let's talk about the Niners coaches. We're waiting all year for D'Amico Ryans and Kyle Shanahan to, like, go into halftime and accurately assess the opponent and make the adjustments that are needed. And they did it today. Let's go through it. D'Amico Ryans, his defense was playing pretty poorly in the first half. We saw that the Rams have no run game. They can't run block. They were at the one-yard line and couldn't push it in. They had to pass the ball in. Stafford had to scramble in. So the Niners had a one-dimensional offense and the offense to defend. And the offense is just throw the ball a cup or throw a screen. Throw the ball a cup or throw a screen. And that was vexing the Niners in the first half. Like Stafford was 17-21. So Ryans goes into halftime and says, look, guys, <laughs> we're getting no pressure. We can't stop the screens. We can't stop cup. I think maybe his attitude in the first half was let's let everyone, let's shut down everyone else and make cup beat us on his own. That's a terrible strategy because cup will beat you and no one else in the Rams will. So it, in the second half, all of a sudden, they had four guys on Cup. Uh, they were daring the Rams to go anywhere else. Game over. Also, they were getting pressure on Matthew Stafford in the second half. Really good adjustments. Although, frankly, easy job for D'Amico Ryans. That Rams offense is horrendous. And all the things I say about Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay's worse. I know he has a Super Bowl victory, and you can never take that away from him, but his offense is so bad. It's horrendous. Sean McVay. Let's talk about Kyle, though. So first half, the Niners offense was struggling. They made it to the red zone, and Jimmy took a sack. Uh, and then he threw a, a pass underneath, not in the end zone, to McCaffrey that was incomplete. And it looked like, oh, here we go again. Um, so they couldn't, I mean, McCaffrey really wasn't great in the first half. I'll take that back. McCaffrey was great all game. But his numbers weren't great in the first half because of Kyle. Because of the way Kyle was calling offenses. Uh, then in the second half, McCaffrey explodes. Average seven yards of carry, um, like eight yards of catch, touchdowns. Explodes in the second half. Pass protection, perfect in the second half. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. In the first half, Brandon Ayuk, not a factor. Two catches. Meanwhile, Cooper Cup, seven catches, touchdown, taking over the game. Second half, Cooper Cup erased. Brandon Ayuk comes to the forefront. He has three catches on that second drive in the third quarter that basically gets the Niners down the field and ends up with a touchdown throw to Christian McCaffrey, who capped the drive. But give Brandon Ayuk credit. And frankly, what I'm saying is give Kyle credit because he realized at halftime, damn, I haven't gotten Brandon Ayuk involved in this game. And as good as Christian McCaffrey was playing, he really wasn't going to win the game 100% by himself. The Niners had to get other people involved in the offense. So Ayuk was the first one. But they weren't done. Be still my heart with the game on the line to put him away. The dagger in this game was a long throw to Ross Dwelly? Ross Dwelly, though? For 56 yards? I loved it. I don't know why the Niners don't do this all the time. Remember in 2017 when they used to throw long passes weekly to Garrett Selleck, and the whole idea was he's so bad and slow, the other team won't cover him, and they didn't. Well, Dwelly's a lot. It worked consistently, and Dwelly's a lot better. 
than Garrett Selleck ever was. All year they've been throwing these like trick tight end passes to Charlie Werner and Tyler Croft. If they had thrown that pass today to one of those two guys, they would have dropped it. Dwelly has never dropped a pass in his career, even though it runs like a five flat 40. Sorry, Ross. Great call. Great personnel usage. It's too bad that it takes Kyle Juszczyk being injured for Ross Dwelly to catch a pass because, boy, he's a big play threat and he's reliable. But that was another adjustment that Kyle Shanahan made. You know, he took that shot deep early in the game to Ray Ray McLeod. Mistake. Ray Ray's not going to make you look good on offense uh, throwing deep, but Ross Dwelly will. So, and you can see what Kyle wants to do. He doesn't want to go deep to Ayuk because Ayuk isn't, I mean, Kyle likes to trick you, right? Offenses are expecting it. So, okay, you go to, you go to Ray Ray, didn't work. You go to Ross Dwelly. He's genius. Now he's a genius again. Really good coaching job. But the thing, okay, so my question, my, what I want to say is, before I get a little too excited about what Kyle Shanahan did, we got to acknowledge that he always does this to the Rams. He always has the right moves and adjustments and game plan. It's because he knows his team so well. And what Nick Bosa said after the game is, I mean, it just comes down to execution because each team knows what the other team's doing so well. And frankly, the Niners are better than the Rams. So I'd like to see Kyle and D'Amico do this in two weeks, coming off a bye week where they're extremely prepared against the Chargers, who aren't great. That's who they're playing after the bye week, right? The Chargers? Do it again. You don't know the Chargers. They're in a different division, different uh, conference. Frankly, every time the Niners have faced a team like that this year, they've looked unprepared. But maybe the Niners have reached that point in the season, like last year, midway through, where the coaches finally get it together and they're going to go on a run. I don't know. Hard to say that that's what's going to happen after watching this game today. It's just another win over the Rams. Hard to project too far down the line. But the coaches did well, and they need to keep it going against teams they don't know as well. Love me some CMC. Thanks for the coverage. Yeah, that must have been a fun day today as a fan, huh? I could imagine. Um, Grant, I have a feeling you would use this opportunity to not give Jimmy credit. However, with CMC, do you feel Jimmy has a new confidence moving forward for his ability to be the quarterback we all wanted? Maybe. I, I don't know. I'd like to see him do this against some team that's not them first before we go over overboard. But I do... See how McCaffrey and Garoppolo's skill set matches up well. And I can't help but notice that on that touchdown pass to McCaffrey, they looked like they had great chemistry. Because the way I saw it was McCaffrey was wide open in the flat for a long time, but Garoppolo was reading the other side of the field. So when he finally got over there, it was too late. And if he threw that ball to McCaffrey standing there, it might have been intercepted. But they both read it the same way. McCaffrey started floating upfield. Jimmy hit him, and that corner was totally caught by surprise. So maybe, maybe. I don't know. Like, I think a lot of people were hoping that, hey, man, man, you put Christian McCaffrey on this team, and all of a sudden, you know, he's going to be Marshall Falk, and Jimmy's going to be Kurt Warner. Like, slow down. Slow down. It's the Rams. We'll see. But they do have a nice little connection. I, I got to give him that. Um, you see what I'm saying? I mean, we saw what Kurt Warner said about this offense. He's not exactly calling it the greatest show on turf just yet. McGlinchey's a turnstile plays on roller skates. I've been saying this for four years, and people are always like, well, what about the good plays he has? Uh-huh. Jamal Parker says, Gray, thank you for making Gimme and Shabby listen to you all week. Looked like they played your type of playbook, LOL. You just got to shame them into doing the right thing. Jason Verrett and Mooney will lock down Keenan Allen and, make, and Mike Williams in two weeks. Kinlaw and Armstead will s- stuff Austin Eckler and hopefully stop Chargers run game. Will Eli Mitchell be back, Grant? I don't know that any of those players will be back. 
But um, the Niners probably should win that game, to your, to your point. Giants Niners fan says Jimmy CMC and Kyle making Grant look dumb today. Love watching him act like he hasn't been wrong all week. Niners losing trade for TB. Get the freak out of here, clown clown emoji. Hey, well, you just gave me five bucks. I didn't give you five bucks, so who's a clown now? Huh? Little Lord Stewie says, why does Jimmy and Kyle remind me of Fantasy Island? The plane, the plane. No, Jimmy, that's a football. That's hilarious. Uh, Lycan says, CMC is the first player to have a passing TD, rushing TD, and receiving TD in the same game since LT. That's right. Good for him. Tristan Martin says, it's clear Ayuk opens up the offense more than Debo. Trade Debo, get picks back, set it before the season. Yeah, they didn't miss Debo today at all, did they? Debo's been a shell of himself this year. Miguel says, Grant, can we see you in a Jimmy G jersey? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Great game, Jimmy. Still don't trust you. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Flav says, oh, what's up? Flav! Jimmy looks solid. Not sure when last time a Niners QB had a better game. Love the two running back sets. A lot you can do with that. Not sure I'd trade Wilson. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I mean, they went so, so long without using Wilson. Can't you get him and McCaffrey on the field together? Seems like they could really play off each other well. Uh, good to see you, Flav. Nathan Flores says, Rams don't have fans. Levi South, offense needs to play like this with everyone healthy. Uh, McSack is so bad. <sighs> That's his new name. Senior Boat says, Grant, let's give Banks his flowers. Yeah, man, Banks is a really good run blocker. I, put it, I pointed out in the grades, he's a really good um, puller, and I haven't seen him give up a uh, sack all season. And he was going up against Aaron Banks today, although I think, excuse me, <laughs> Aaron Donald. I think Aaron Donald was just busy work, just wearing out um, Spencer Burford. But uh, you seem untrollable. He can't troll me. Can't troll me. Glojo says, how exactly does a mobile quarterback help the run game? Don't know too much about that depth of the game, but I've heard you say that's why Trey would thrive. Yeah, think about it. Um, when, it when Jimmy Garoppolo hands, off, hands the ball off, he's out of the play. So it becomes the running back and his nine blockers against 11 defenders. You're outnumbered. When Trey Lance or Justin Fields or a mobile quarterback is on the field, he could hand it off, he could keep it and run. And every play where he's in the shotgun doing that zone read thing, the defense has to honor him as a runner because you don't know if he'll keep it or give it. So it just changes the numbers. It's 11 on 11. There's more space for the running back to run. Look at the Eagles. It, 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 I mean, look at the Niners with Kaepernick. So good question. Niner fan 85 says, it's always funny and satisfying seeing Jalen Ramsey get triggered whenever he plays us. He's terrible. Dude, Jimmy gift wrapped him an interception that probably could have been a pick six and Jalen Ramsey was like, no, I don't want it. I'll pay 30 if you turn down intro volume by 30%. Oh no, that's there for life. Sorry, keep it going, keep it going. I think the best outcome of this game isn't that Christian McCaffrey tore apart the Rams. He's done that before. I think the best outcome is just taking a step back and looking where the Niners stand in the NFC West. I mean, let's just look. Yeah, the Niners have problems. The Rams suck. Sean McVay should have taken that uh, announcing job. What was it with Amazon, Fox? He should have taken that job. I bet he regrets it. Team sucks. No offensive line. No speed on offense. Freaking Ben Skoranek as their fullback. Hey, how's that helping you at the goal line? Just That's the worst team in the NFC West right here. Not a playoff team. Then you got Arizona. I mean, technically they're 9-3 and three in the last 12 games that DeAndre Hopkins has played. And yeah, they lost today when they are playing a really good Vikings team. But really, I mean, you know, they're not a well-coached team. So I think this... This division is probably going to come down to the Niners and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks are still one game ahead of the Niners. They're a very well-coached team, but the Niners have already destroyed them.
we've seen them match up. Now, it'll be tougher in Seattle when they play each other, but the Niners are a more talented team than the Seahawks. Now, talent doesn't really matter if you're unprepared and sloppy, but they weren't today. And the Niners are 3-0 and in their division. So they could, you know, fumble and bumble their way through their schedule, but theoretically go undefeated in their division and win the thing with like nine wins and get a home game in the playoffs. Doesn't mean they'll win the Super Bowl, but it does mean that things are looking decent for the 49ers. It could be a lot worse. And no, they're not great and they have a lot of problems, but they have potential. And there are very few great teams in the league right now. Bills are one. Eagles, maybe that's it. Chiefs. There's three top-tier teams. Everyone else is pretty mediocre, including the Niners. And they might be the, uh, the best of the mediocre teams in the NFC West, which is great. Although, again, the Seahawks are really well-coached. I saw one well-coached team today. Sean McVay, can I just say, Sean McVay is so bad. He's terrible. I don't know how he won that Super Bowl last year. But his offense is worse than Kyle's. Good for the Niners. This is the Niners' division to lose, even though they're one game out of first. Not a lot. And they got the Rams coming up, and they're undefeated in the NFC West. Which leads me to my next question. Are the Niners Super Bowl contenders? I feel like every week we go back and forth. Maybe it's the curse of covering a 500 team, but they lose a game, and it's like, man, fire Kyle, bench Jimmy, you know, uh, (laughs) fire Jed York, fire everyone. And then they win a game, to get up to 500 again, and it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, here come the Niners. Is this a Super Bowl team? Is this the best team in the league? Is this team unstoppable? So I think I'm going to try to pump the brakes on that one. Um, I was really relentless in my criticism last week. It was necessary. They were three and four. Now they're back to 500 with another win over the Rams. I mean, they took care of business, but I think it's, I think you'd be lying to yourself if you said, man, the Niners beat the Rams. It's time for me to forget everything I thought I knew about the Niners. Forget everything I thought I knew about the 49ers. They just beat the Rams for the eighth consecutive time in the regular season. That is an indication that they're different. They've turned a corner. They're better. They're Super Bowl caliber. Nah, not necessarily. It just means that Kyle owns McVay and the Niners match up well with the Rams and the Rams are frauds. and McVay should have taken that announcing job. But it doesn't mean that the Niners are going to win 10 games or make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Um, doesn't mean they won't. But I'm going to need to see something a little bit more before I start apologizing left and right to Lynch and Jed and Kyle and Jimmy. Although I'm cool with Jimmy, man. He, said my, he, he gave me a shout-out today. Shout-out Jimmy. And he said my name in the locker room the other day. I'm easily won over. You said my name. You know my name. You say hello to me. Oh, we're friends now. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not friends with Jimmy Garoppolo. But I do appreciate him, and he did play well today. And um, I don't think the Niners are necessarily Super Bowl contenders because I think Philly, Buffalo, Kansas City is in another class. But, man, they got a lot of time to figure it out and uh, hit their stride. I just can't say that they've hit their stride because they beat the Rams. But maybe they did. I don't know. I got one more thing. I'm going to take a couple more questions, and then I got one more thing to talk about. David Baker. Dusty Baker's. Brother? Probably not. We've talked about this before. Thank you for your $10. Andrew Johnson says, I know you're joking, but you just might be influencing things. Nice. Oh, I'm 100% influencing things. Are you kidding? I deserve a raise. From zero to something. Bootswain Boogie 3 says, having CMC on the field allowed Jimmy to actually go through his reads instead of one, two, and throw. 
Also, there was good pass protection in the second half. Jimmy could actually go one, two, three, four, five. He could go across the field randomly. Seth Harvey says Seahawks have a difficult second half schedule. That's good news for the Niners too. David Baker, what's the most important thing for the Niners to work on during the bye? I think it's really important for the coaches to self-scout and keep doing what they're doing. You gotta, the Niners, it takes them half a season to figure out who their best players are. Make sure you're using each player optimally. Ross Dwelly, go back and look at him. He was good today. Keep him in there. I think it's on the coaches. They keep saying it's an execution issue. No, it's been a decision-making issue with the coaches, and today they made the right decisions. David Baker says it's nice to see them score in the third and fourth. I mean, it is, right? It's been a while. We all know you watching Romelia. Man, he's having a tough day. Give him a break. Quinn Howard says best part of the Niners win or loss is your instant reaction has got me looking like a genius at work on Monday. I try, man. Thank you, Quinn. The Unlucky Clover says what's the score on the game, man? I don't know, man. They might come back. They got Cooper Cut, man. I don't understand. That one's over my head. Mr. Nice Guy says, I watched the Eagles play today in the NFC Championship. We'll go through Philly, and I don't think we beat them. Not a Super Bowl team. Yeah, I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but it's always nice when they, you know. I like covering a mediocre team. Are they good? Are they not? I don't know. It's a lot of fun as opposed to they're awful or they're great. I like covering mediocrity. It's a lot of fun. Maybe it's because... I'm mediocre, deep down inside. Senior Boat says, Grant, last year you said you were going to buy Jimmy Ward's jersey report status. Um, when they put him back at safety, I'll think about it. I'm, I'm, I'm protesting D'Amico Ryan's choice. Lycan4647 says, now that CMC is the starter, how many touches do you think Debo will get in the backfield? If any at all, we paid him because he can do it all. Not many. It's not working. They need to stop giving him the ball in the backfield anyway. It's not working this year. Kyle has to have his offense firing coming out of the bye. A fully healthy offense and CMC fully acclimated leaves no excuses for them not to. Yeah. Uh, how about the Rams coming off a bye playing like that? God, they sucked. Why did I pick them? So stupid. They always lose to the four. I'm, I'm so mad at myself for that. But yeah, coming off a bye week, no more excuses. They didn't need me today. Mike M sucks. At least Warner was good. Freddy's Universe, thank you. Carson Taylor says, do you think we will force the ball to Debo too much? Do you think we force the ball to Debo too much? Well, I mean, he, dro he drops hella passes, so maybe. And now they don't have to anymore. All right, last thing. Got to talk about quality control. Because, you know, as, as well as the players played in this game and as well as the coaches coached, this was a victory of quality control. They took it across the finish line. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo acknowledged this after the game. I said, Jimmy... Your offense actually got better after halftime for a change today. How do you, how do you explain that? He goes, oh, you, you got, you know, you being so tough on us. And he said, no, I'm just kidding. But he wasn't. Obviously, the only reason the Niners won this game is because they have the best quality control department in the league, led by me, who isn't technically on the team. But come on. I mean, you don't have to be on the team to provide quality control, which is what I do. And I think it's interesting. I mean, look, it's hard to quantify my impact on the 49ers, although it's great. But I think it's fair and it's more than fair to say that they watch me. Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, these players watch me. They know what I say during the week. They know what I'm hammering them on. They know what I'm praising them about. They know who I'm picking. Why? Why do you think the 49ers watch me? Well, I'm hilarious. I'm very handsome. I think it's the jawline. 
The Niners love a good jawline. So I have that. I'm really good looking. I go with the sexy stubble, which is a nice look. And um, I think I'm really critical of Kyle Shanahan. I have a feeling players kind of get a kick out of someone making fun of their coach, no matter who the coach is, because he's immune from it, right? He's the guy criticizing everyone. I'm the guy criticizing Kyle. No one else really does it. I'm sure they find that amusing here and there. And also, I think they probably feel like I make some good points some of the time. I'm sure they don't agree with me 100% of the time. I don't agree with me 100% of the time. But I'm, you know, I'm perceptive. I say interesting things. And uh, I put people on the spot. I'm sure they probably want to know who I'm blaming, who I'm pointing out, and who I, said, who I say needs to step up. And I've been talking about this offense in the second half all year. And Jimmy Garoppolo apparently agreed with me. Made a whole speech to his team about coming out hot in the second half, and they did. So, look, if they're going to publicly acknowledge that I'm the reason they're improving, that I am the motivator that they lost when Robert Sala left and that Kyle Shanahan can never be, well, then they got to pay me. I'm talking $3 million. I am the new Mike McDaniel to this team. Now, no, I've never coached football or played football, um, but I'm probably more more valuable to this franchise than Mike McDaniel ever was. So I'm thinking $3 million for starters. We'll see where it goes. Put me on a retainer, whatever it is. But you really think the Niners would have beaten the Rams if I picked the Niners to win the game and said that everything was hunky-dory in Ninerville? No, of course not. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo said it himself. So all I can do is continue to work as hard as I can and continue to put the Niners in the best position to succeed. But frankly, they owe me $3 million because I'm that good. And there's no salary cap for quality control. So Jed, if you're serious about winning, just cut me a check and we'll, we'll move on. Because you know it, I know it, the whole team knows it. I'm the reason they won this game. You're welcome. Wait, you gave Jimmy an A? Who are you and what did you do with Grant? Should have been an A plus though. I thought he was really good today. I mean, what do you want me to do? He was 21 to 25 with two touchdowns and no picks. What am I gonna say, B minus? He was good. It's a hell of a game. Um, all the thing I would say is it's just one game, and it's the Rams. But what am I going to do? B minus. Because he almost threw a pick that Ramsey dropped. Like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Mark Salas says, I think Jimmy likes your comments on YouTube and Twitter. You were opening up the offense by pressing Kyle. Also, Jimmy clearly um, is above it. You know, like, Kyle can't take criticism and hates it and hates people that criticize him. You think Jimmy cares? Maybe he does, but he gives off an aura of, man, I got the greatest life of all time. Everyone here is super beneath me, although I'm very polite and I won't express it. But, you know, I get a kick out of people trying to tear me down, which, frankly, those are the athletes I respect the most. I spent years attacking Jimmy Ward being like, I don't get what he does. Please, someone tell me why he makes an impact. And his whole attitude was like, man, this Grant guy's hilarious. I guess I'm going to have to show him. And then he did. And then I was like, ooh, I was wrong about Jimmy Ward. You know, it's the players that try to argue their way into my good graces that make me feel like, mm, you're probably not going to be a top-level pro in the league because you can't talk your way out of this one. You just got to perform. Um, and Jimmy did today. And uh, he did it with a smile on his face and gave me a tip of the cap afterward, which is just the ultimate screw you. You know what I mean? He may not like me, but to be nice to someone that's been critical of you for five years, that is the ultimate. I'm, I'm above it, which I respect. I really like Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a cool guy. Doesn't mean I think he's the best quarterback, though. 31 points for the offense. Is that a season high? Didn't they do something like that against Carolina? I want to say. D 
Did you find it strange they barely use Jeff Wilson? Yes. I mean, I thought it was kind of wrong. I mean, Jeff Wilson was good last week. Christian fumbled in this game. And he's not built for 27 touches. And it's just one game. It's week eight. But I'm not going to come here and whine about this after a, a win. I'll, I'll whine tomorrow. I will find a time to whine about that. Don't worry. One more thing I wanted to say. If you're inspired by the 49ers quality control as I am, because it's so good and it really was a difference in this game, if you want to honor 49ers quality control or even be part of 49ers quality control, you can. Go to 49ersqcmerch.com and you can peruse an entire store of quality control t-shirts, hats, mugs, and such. And if you want 10% off because discounts are nice, promo code CH1. I'm thinking this is a great time for me to promote my merch because the Niners just won a game and I'm shameless. Frankly, I would have promoted my merch, promoted my merch whether they won or lost. And I would have had a different reason to pitch it. But frankly, I think a win helps me because it just proves the value of quality control. So, I mean, if those shirts are like 25, 30, 35 bucks now, you might want to buy them now because tomorrow, who knows, it could be $5,000 for a quality control shirt. You know what I'm saying? You might want to buy it now. Otherwise, the prices could go way, 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 way up. Let people know that you're the reason the Niners won. Can you have an interview with Kittle like how you have him with Jimmy Ward? No, absolutely not. Kittle acts like he likes me, but he doesn't is, my, is the way I feel. Um, maybe I'm wrong, though. George, if you want to come to my show, let me know. But I think there's a 0% chance George will ever come to my show. Mark Salas says, um, why did Kyle run Christian in the last series when it obviously didn't matter? Had he got hurt, you would have, have to fire Kyle. Because Kyle doubles down. If someone says, hey, Kyle, don't do this. Be careful. He's going to say, I'm going to do that, and you're wrong, and don't ever tell me what to do ever again, and you're fired. That's what he does. That's his style. Joshua says, great stuff, Grant. As a psych, I can help with QC. There you go. See, I just got another man on the team. Joshua Bourne, the newest quality control coach, and he's good. He's a psych, he's a psych guy. All of a sudden, we beat Rams, and the fans say, us Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, it was fun, but come on. How many t-shirts to turn down the intro volume, man? <laughs> nah, man, I gotta, ru- I gotta ruin your day every, every, every day with that. Eddie Mendoza says, Grant, will you ever make contact with Vish again? Never say never. You never know. You never know. But I do respect him and Jason Aponte really focusing on their own YouTube channels right now. Because the way I see it is, I'm a launcher. I'm not an employer. At a certain point, these people get so good, they just outgrow me. And they need to focus on their platform that I helped them launch, which is excellent. So I still watch Vish. You can, he has his own YouTube channel. Same with Jason. I saw Jason in Atlanta. Not working with Jason anymore, but he's got his own YouTube channel. And uh, I saw him a couple weeks ago. So we'll see. We shall see. Um, that's it. I'm done. It's time for me to leave SoFi and walk three miles through Inglewood with a backpack and a laptop on my back and try not to get jacked. Just kidding. I'm going to try to get a, uh, a lift. But last, last time I tried, week 18, I was unsuccessful. And I frantically started walking through Inglewood. And I just would walk up to um, cabs. And I was like, hey, man, can you take me two miles down the street to my hotel? They're like, oh, yeah, absolutely, 80 bucks. They must have been able to, you know, 
sensed the fear on my face. So I just paid 80 bucks and went home in shame. Hopefully I can make it home without paying 80 bucks. They're like, oh, look at you. White guy, kind of scared, not from around here. 80, maybe $100. Yeah, that's me. I'm from Oakland, but I'm not from Inglewood. I don't know my way around. Great, I feel like Kyle's off the hot seat now. Rams trash. Let's see what happens in a couple of weeks if they win a couple of weeks. I mean, it's just one game. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'm out. I will see you tomorrow with Ryan Hensley and Larry Kruger. Take care. Have a responsible evening. Stop giving me money. CMC TD Pass Deja Vu to 19 TD Pass works on Rams. I know, it was the same freaking play, right? Amazing. Thanks for watching, everyone. Enjoy this win. A win is a win all the time.